Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Imagine Paul's confusion when he heard those life-altering words, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Paul thought he was dead. He's like, those people are all heretics. They're all crazy. The carpenter that was crucified, they're saying he's the Messiah. He's not the Messiah. He's a dead man. He's been buried. And Jesus is like, no, I'm alive. Put yourself in Paul's shoes for a minute and think about what you just heard from Pastor Robert, the whole concept of Jesus and Christianity that you've spent your life fighting against turns out to be true. You'd be shocked too, right? As you'll see today, Paul's radical encounter with Jesus is eye-opening and transformative. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 as he continues his message, Almost Persuaded. Verse 15, speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. You see, you and I are commanded to proclaim truth and to live it, to live it, to live biblical truth, which means that we do it in his love, speaking the truth in love, living according to truth, living in love, not the kind of love that's so popularly proclaimed today, but the kind of love that's 
modeled for us in Scripture, modeled for us by Jesus himself. It's laid out in Ephesians chapter 5. He loved us. He gave himself for us so that we could see what love really looks like. Peter reminds us in 1 Peter 3.15 that our defense of our faith should always be done in meekness and fear, or as the New American Standard Version words it, gentleness and reverence. I love that. Do it. Defend what you believe. Defend your faith, but gently with reverence. As Paul reminds us in the book of Romans, I can't wait to get to that. He's like, you don't be judging people. Don't be judging people because you're guilty of the same stuff. You're, we are all guilty. And if we remember that, then we're not so quick to be obnoxious and unloving as we share truth. I remember hearing a guy many, many years ago, he said, you know, I just, I won't teach anything that I'm not applying in my own life. And I'm like, well, dude, I'd have to stop altogether then because I'm just, I'm doing the best I can here, but I'm human. And this book is holy and perfect. And truth is true whether or not I can live it out perfectly, right? I mean, if the whole Bible is wholly true, well, then I'm, I'm just hopelessly wicked. I'm never going to be able to live that out in this lifetime. But I still have been commissioned, commanded to teach it. You know, many years ago, it clicked with me. We were, we were in South Beach in 1994, the first time I saw the hatefulness toward the homosexual community in the name of Jesus. I mean, it was just unbelievable. It was shocking how vile it was in the name of Christ. And I prayed so hard about this. God, you know, next, I got to say something next week to the church because this is, I have to address this. What do I say? How do I hold the line concerning your word without being painted with the same brush as those people that are just totally misrepresenting your heart? And the Lord spoke to me so clearly, you tell them that it's not loving if it's not true. But it's not truth if it's not lovingly presented. You can say true things and turn it into a lie, pervert it and twist it so that it's no longer God's truth, even though it's a true statement. If you're presenting it in a way that misrepresents God's heart. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Jesus said, I didn't come to condemn the world. I came because the world is already condemned and, and needs saving. Going back to Acts chapter 26, imagine Paul's confusion when he heard those life-altering words, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Paul thought he was dead. He's like, those people are all heretics. They're all crazy. The carpenter that was crucified, they're saying he's the Messiah. He's not the Messiah. He's a dead man. He's been buried. And Jesus is like, no, I'm alive. 
I'm alive. And you're persecuting me. He was, Paul was confronted with a reality that, that he just had not even considered possible. It can't be true, but it was true. Jesus is alive. Furthermore, he was confronted with the frightening understanding that Jesus was so powerful that his glory was brighter than the desert sun at noontime. He said, King, it was, it was midday, it was noon, and all of a sudden, we all of us fell to the ground because it was brighter than the sun, this light that was shining around us. But then Paul was also confronted with the reality that Jesus did not see his passionate pursuit of Christians as being a pious endeavor, but as a personal persecution. He's like, you're persecuting me. It was a scary situation for the Apostle Paul. In verse 16 here in chapter 26, he continues his defense, recounting to Agrippa that Jesus said to him, but rise and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness, both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will yet reveal to you. I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you. Now see, that was another one. That would have been so crazy to digest. Here you've got this ultra-Orthodox rabbi who they believed that all the Gentiles were created because Hell needed to be hot, so God was going to burn them. They were the firewood to fuel hell. They were no better than dogs, and it was impossible for them to ever be made part of God's plan, part of his family. And, and now Jesus says, I'm sending you to the Gentiles. I mean, that's, that's another sermon. Because he could have chosen anybody, right? He could have chosen. God didn't have to choose the Apostle Paul for the Gentiles. He could have sent any of the other guys. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Acts, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today. Anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. 
or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.